To stay on top in business, stay on top of your technology with the new Business Desk podcast, the business of tech. Listen on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to the Heather Duplessis Allen Drive podcast from Newstalk ZB. With me now is the Finance Minister, Grant Robertson. Hi, Minister. Evening, Heather. That was a fast U-turn from Michael Wood, wasn't it? What one was that? Well, the one about the transport, changing the plans. Does this mean that you guys are not going to hike the petrol tax? Well, um, we're certainly not doing that while we're cutting it, you know, in the sense that we've had this program in place now uh, for some time to support people through the cost of living crisis. Uh, So, you know, in the future, some future government will no doubt take a look at fuel excise duty and road user charges, given that they are the way that we largely fund our roading network, but clearly we're not doing that right now. You you guys haven't put it up since 2018, have you? Mm, That's right. And that was a commitment that was made um, by the government at the time. Um, But it is, you know, it's the way in which the National Land Transport Fund works is that that is the main source of funding. But there are other ways of funding our roads, and we do that already. We fund it with the government coming in with extra funding. So the previous national government did that with the roads of national significance. We've done it with the New Zealand Upgrade Program. Um, There's also the kind of public-private partnerships that you see, the likes of Transmission Gully, and we've also got some going on in the Tauranga area um, at the moment. So there are different ways of doing it, but future governments are going to have to consider how to keep it sustainable. Whatever happens, we'll be and you know, continuing to increase our investment in our transport network. So this was part of his big plan for the next ten years that he's just walked away from. Does that mean that you are not going to put the petrol tax up at all if you win the if you win the next election? Well, when I'm not announcing tax policy on the radio tonight. Obviously, we've got the commitment around the term of government that we're in, and we've been in fact, reducing it, um, so people's cost of living yeah. and pressure can be eased a bit. Those decisions haven't been taken yet, Heather, so I can't answer that. Are you open to PPPs for funding the road rebuilds? Um, we've used them in, in different ways. We we adopted a slightly different approach to the, the National Party's PPPs where Transmission Gully was a bit of a disaster in terms of the way that was done. Um, we've had a, you know, a, a, a new set of proposals that allow us to do what we call innovative funding and financing. So essentially that's what we call a special purpose vehicle. It means that the government, local government and private sector interests can work together. Um, what we're looking at is not just roading projects but urban infrastructure ones generally. So often include some housing element and we've been um, busily working away on a couple in the Tauranga area. In terms of in terms of some of the rebuilds, would you consider tolling to make it a really that, brilliant that's road? That's part of those ones. I mean, in previous Labor governments have been part of that as well. The, the critical element there is always making sure that you've got alternative routes that aren't tolled um, and that's sometimes limiting there. But I wouldn't rule those things out as part of a future transport funding mix. They've certainly been used in the past, um, including by Labor governments. Would you would you like to have a market study into banking profits? We haven't, we haven't made a decision about that. Cabinet considers where to go with the Commerce Commission studies, and you know we're pleased with what we've been able to do with the ones that we've done, particularly around um, petrol companies and supermarkets. Uh, but we haven't made a decision on that. Can you ignore the Reserve Bank on this? What's that? Well, the Reserve Bank called for this last week. Can you actually ignore them on this? Can can, can they come out and say, hey, we, we think we need a market study, there's something going on here, and you guys as the government go, nah? 
Yeah, well, we can. Um, um, that's not to say that we will. Um, you know, obviously, we've discussed many times on the show the question of the social licence of banks in New Zealand and the level of profits that banks have here. Um, and those questions get raised often as to whether or not that's legitimate. Yeah. There's been plenty of looks at that over the years relative to other countries and, and both within New Zealand. But, you know, I can't, I can't answer the question because we haven't, Cabinet hasn't considered what the next market study will be yet. What do you think? I mean, Jacinda said last Last year that she thought that the bank profits were unjustifiable. Do you agree? Well, certainly the the level of, of bank profits, I think most New Zealanders would look at and say, you know, these look like extraordinarily profitable um, um, institutions. The banks themselves will mount the arguments about why why their profits are at that level. Um, my view is the most important thing is that New Zealand customers get a fair deal and that they, in times particularly like the ones we're in now, the banks treat their customers sensitively to the fact that there is a cost of living crisis, to the fact that we've just had this major set of um, weather events. So there's ways that banks can behave that I think New Zealanders will say, okay, you're profitable, but you've got strong social licence. You know, that's the question the banks themselves really have to answer now. But we'll have a good discussion about what the next Commerce Commission inquiry will be, and that'll get announced when the decision's made. When are you likely to do that? Um, sorry, I'm not the minister responsible for that. That's Duncan Webb, so you'd need to ask him. Okay, but do you think as the finance minister that we are getting a fair deal? Look, I think you know New Zealand's banks have helped us a lot through um, some pretty difficult times. Um, the fact that our banking system is so stable has meant that as we've gone through the GFC and then we've gone through COVID, you know, it's helped our economy stand up. Yeah. But I'm also a person who can see those very high levels of profits at times when you know New Zealanders are doing it tough, and I can see why questions get raised. Um, the banks ultimately are private institutions; they they will need to justify their behaviour to the public, and from time to time we ask of them you know, particular things or put regulations on them. That's always open to us to do, um, but decisions about the market study haven't been taken yet. Grant, how much money are you setting aside for light rail? Well, that's a really interesting question because it, I hear this $30 billion number bandied, or $30 billion yeah. number bandied around. That's, that's not what we're expecting and it's not what we've set aside. We're still at the business case stage and that's what over the course of the next um, you know, year or so you'll see a range of activities uh, take place and, and that will include, you know, finalising the route, all of those sorts of things. That means that, you know, there's a significant amount of work to do before you can put your finger down on a number. What happens in these big transport projects is people give approximations of what they think will yeah. occur, and they use the, the what's called the P50 or the P95 model, which is really just an assessment of whether or not, um, you know, you think costs will, will escalate to a certain level. To get to the $30 billion, you've got to be at the P95 level, and I'm aware that the, those who are running the Auckland Light Rail project don't think we'll get there, and I know the Minister doesn't think we'll get what there. What number would you like us to use if we're not going to use the $30 billion? Well, that's when we do the business case, and then we'll be able to actually answer that question. What about but the $15 now, billion that Treasury said? Well, that's the P51, and P50 is, yeah. a, is a very legitimate level to put on a project like this. So but, shall, we, um, shall we agree to use that? Well, no, I'm not going to agree to use it oh. until we've actually done the full business case. Okay. That's the point of doing a business case. Hey, when is your next policy bonfire? I'm really waiting for it. I think you need to be interviewing the Prime Minister if you're going to ask questions like that, either. I was just hoping you could give us a bit of a tip. <laughs> I'm really excited about it, Grant. Thank you for that. Appreciate it. Enjoy your evening, Grant Robertson, Finance Minister. For more from Heather Duplessis Allen Drive, listen live to News Talk ZB from 4 p.m. weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio. 
If you enjoyed this podcast, you will love our New Zealand Herald podcast, The Little Things, hosted by me, Francesca Rudkin, and my good friend, Louise Airy. We focus on all the little things that you can do to make a positive impact on your life and to cut through the confusion from the health and wellness industry. Join us every Saturday to hear from the experts for all the tips and advice you need. Just search The Little Things on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.